0: Yeah. this year about to be infamous i only hear what the bible says we got the answers like i was saying oh yeah yeah we've been on the ground hi everyone and welcome to merry day merry day <laughs> welcome back happy monday to you guys we hope you enjoyed the last few podcasts we've been putting up Um, Let us know somewhere in the comments, like message us, let us know what you want to hear next, and we'll just talk about that for you anyway. So today we wanted to briefly just sit down, have a chit chat about what it means to, you know, get married, lose friends, keep some friends, you know, and really the question about, I'm married now, should I leave my single friends behind? So that's what we'll be discussing today. And sit tight, grab your tea, grab your coffee, and let's get right into it. Yeah, this year about to be infamous. I only hear what the Bible says. We got the answers, like I've been saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've been on the ground. We've been diligent. So, anyway, how we came to this topic is just really me and my husband chit chatting, you know, gossiping like married people do. And (laughs) (laughs) we're just talking about someone. And he's like, you know what? I was wondering like, how would you feel if um, you're in a different city and I was constantly like spending time with another woman? Like, isn't that a bit weird, you know? And how do you feel about like these male friendships that are like consistent. And so we had this whole like conversation about that. And we just really talked about even things before our relationship, you know, um, some boundaries that I had set, um, how I felt about other women in our space, you know, and like just us being exclusive to each other, you know? And so, yeah, we had that chat and I was just wondering like what our thoughts were on like friendships um, in marriage and that's both male and female, but also like, what did you do when you got married? Like, was there any point in time where uh, you might have felt like I need to let go of these friends or I need to stop having conversations with some of my friends because some single people do actually feel like my friends got married now they don't even call me, but you might just have different priorities now, but yeah. I would love to hear from you guys on what your situation is looking like now. I feel like it, it in my scenario, it was actually the complete opposite. I feel like my friends abandoned me when I got married. Like now people <laughs> just wouldn't call me anymore, people wouldn't text me. They're like, Oh, yeah, I thought you were with your husband. I was like, Yeah, but you're not with your husband every like second. You're practicing like he goes to work, you go to work, like there's really life outside of just being married. Like you're still doing stuff that normal people do. Right, so in my situation, I feel like I had the experience where my friends like just disappeared, like, and I think from their perspective, they were kind of like giving me breathing space to kind of like start my new life, you know, um, have time in my marriage, which is great, you know. But there's also the perspective where you kind of feel like you're being abandoned <laughs> by everyone and like just left to live your life. So that was my personal experience. I just felt like everyone just went MIA um sorry when it comes to really like separating or putting aside the people that we engage with i wouldn't really say we had a situation where we would cut off like people but we just had specific people who would um who were maybe very close especially with regards to the opposite sex who would now you know not to give people the wrong impression because i think that even in a Christian marriage, it's more about, you know, not just what you're doing in the moment, but the impression that you give as well, because you're not trying to lead anyone into sin. And so it was also just not just not about cutting people off, but what kind of impression um, I think you need to maybe not be in very like private closed spaces with people of the opposite sex, um, try to avoid like always being with specific people in a particular space. If you have a, a lady friend, Who you you talk to a lot? I mean, at this point in time, try to do that over the phone, less in person, you know, just to also avoid unnecessary speculations. Um, So that's pretty much what I would say when it comes to, for my end, for you know, guys, I would say limiting conversations with people that I know or knew had prior interest in me. You know, I mean, prior to getting married, I was like, hey, yo, y'all, I'm getting married, so let's cut off this chapter. You know, (laughs) just know that it's not going to be the way it used to be. Uh, Moving on, um, if you don't hear from me, you know, some were shocked, some took it well. And I mean, I think it's more about just setting boundaries for my end, you know, that was more of what it looked like, like not like ghosting everyone all of a sudden or not hanging out anymore, but just overall, knowing to limit certain um, things that I used to do or people that I used to hang out with. So that's, that's really how I think it worked for my end. Yeah, Nana, um, I would say <laughs> for me to just to ride that wave of like healthy ba- boundaries and a healthy balance, really. Um, I think that in in my situation, um, I <laughs> I have and still I had a lot of male friends, have a lot of female friends as well, still do. Um, but it just came with just a healthy balance and a healthy boundary. And there's wisdom in being able to navigate your situation with your friendship situations. And so um, it was more about if it's, I'm on the phone with you for five hours, now it's like an hour or less or, you know, just making sure that there was, I was categorizing appropriately so that it doesn't feel like you just completely leave people to the wayside and then go into your new phase of life, but you have a way of bridging the gap wisely and respectfully through the the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, where Jesus believing Christian, Christians. I always trusted God to give me wisdom to navigate those friendships. And, and, And a lot of times, even with some of my single friends, like, there's a lot of advice back and forth that we share with each other, um, that, you know, we help each other with, I would say like, you know, simple, single, some single friends of mine will look for different ways that I did, I do and things in my marriage or ways I keep my relationship in my marriage and, you know, here and there. And I get to like, listen to some ways that they're doing things in their relationship. And of course we just bounce off ideas from each other, but Bottom line for me was really being intentional to draw boundaries, healthy boundaries, healthy lines. And because I knew that, like, with my nature, I am such a friendly people person that, like, you know, I would, you know, rush to be there at their beck and call and take care of people. And I just love to give in that light. But then it comes to a point in life where you recognize that you have to draw the line and how you. Do that so that like you, I save myself um, and show up in the best way that I can for my marriage um, and in my marriage. So, and to to be honest, once you're married in our society today, um, the optics of everything you do is like literally enlarged it's like everybody is looking at you through this lens because you make things official and formal before your friends and God, that this is the one person you're going to do life with. And so like in terms of relationship with the opposite sex, even it's like the expectation I should say is that like your husband is who you are keeping these close relationships with close vulnerabilities, close contacts. And it's my husband is my person. And so it's just like, we need to be like aware of how things look on on the outside too. I think Nana even mentioned, I'm, I'm not going to be with this gentleman in, in this tight and closed space. That is not my husband. I mean, I would love to be in an enclosed space with my husband, Thank you, Jesus, but not like someone who is like a friend and just being aware to place people also in positions to do things that aren't right and placing yourself in positions. So I think it was also for me, like recognizing and making sure that I don't place myself and other people, especially of the opposite sex in just uncompromising positions. Um, But yeah, it comes down to learning from the Holy Spirit how to navigate and being aware that being single or married depend whatever your position is. It is important that for your own life and for your own well-being, you draw healthy boundaries, so that even as a single person, even when you learn to draw healthy boundaries, when you find yourself married, you're not out of the blue trying to do something that would be confusing to people on the outside, and even if it was, it's about really recognizing what is great for your state of being your mental physical emotional well-being and for the the goodness and betterment of your marriage so yeah I think that's more like it for me (laughs) yeah and I, I feel like a lot has been said on just how we navigated those things and what we did but I think there's something that Nana also said that for me was quite interesting you know about feeling like her single friends rather left her behind, you know? And sometimes I also think about like, do your single friends end up feeling like they have also been left behind, you know? And not realizing that sometimes they actually walked away because you might come gather them together and ask them what happened, you know? And they'll tell you a different story entirely, right? So you're saying, I mean, you felt abandoned, but they might be saying, you know, Um, oh no, she stopped talking to us, but there's also so much that goes into, like, I mean, there's great marriage counseling and all of that, but becoming a part of someone else, right. As much as you guys would have dated and all of that, like moving into this new space as a married person is something that you navigate. And I don't think you ever completely learn how to navigate it. Like (laughs) it's honestly till Christ comes and every day you're learning something new, you know, and so what would you, like, what would you say to a person that feels, and Tony also spoke about boundaries, you know, about establishing certain boundaries, but what would you say to someone that is on the other side of this? Okay. Because we're married and we might feel like we have perspective, but what would you say to someone that is single and feels like you guys left me behind? Like you guys don't even talk to me anymore. Like you guys don't even text me. We used to talk for like three hours and now you're not talking to me anymore. Like I can barely get in a conversation. You always seem to be doing one thing or the other, like not as a wife and a mom. Right. And Sonia and I are wives. So there's different things that we're navigating day by day. But what would you say to someone that's single right now that feels like um, all my friends are married and I feel like I don't have anyone to hang out with anymore? Oh, wow. That's, so, yeah. that's so profound. And I, and I love that we are shifting perspectives because it's easy to see it from just one side, but it's also really important to be able to yeah. see the perspective from the other end. Right. And that's really interesting because that actually put me in a in a moment of deep thought. I'm like, hmm, what, I, what would I want to tell someone like that? And, you know, I think the key thing, even prior to all your friends getting married is always continuous self-development, you know, and um, self-growth because, if you're constantly working on yourself, improving yourself, uh, focusing on on your goals, focusing on your mental and overall development, when people around you are moving towards certain phases in their life, you, even though it might feel some type of way or it might hurt you, you will still be able to realize this isn't about me. This isn't about me not being a good friend. This isn't about me not um being loved anymore this isn't about but my friend is in a transitional phase of life where they are also figuring things out and an understanding person is a mature person you know you can only speak from a place of being understanding and um and compassionate even when you've worked on yourself in a way where you're you're like oh, wow, my friend is getting married. My friend is having a child. That's great for her, you know, blessings to her. And I'm in this place right now. And you focus more on how you can shift towards, um, oh, how's your day-to-day, you know, pop in here or there. Like one thing about me is, one thing I never get mad at is late message responses. Like I have friends, like, and, and, and not to say that even single people are not busy. I don't ever um, think that the fact that someone isn't married or the fact that someone doesn't have a kid, they're not busy. That's not the truth of life. There are people who aren't married or don't have kids but have other family responsibilities that might even make them equally as busy and so if i text a friend and they don't reply like two seconds later and they reply like an hour or even a day like i had a friend say wow you're so gracious and i was like no i am gracious all right but it's not just that but i don't assume that people are holding their phones all the time and that people don't have anything else to do you know people will give you their time of day and no one is entitled to anybody's time. That's a gift people are giving you. So for me, if I was in a position of a single person, I would say, I would do more reflection, you know, and I would, I would reflect on why I feel like I'm left behind and try to grow into shifting my perspective, you know, into looking more of how can I see where they're at and how can I understand where I'm at? And what can I do in this position when I'm not at that phase that they're at to um, not even maybe aside nurturing myself or growing myself, but how can I also make their life more peaceful? Because they might be facing something and then you are now coming and you're like, yeah, you don't talk to me anymore. You're the worst friend ever. But this person is navigating, living with someone they've never lived with before, growing with this person, you know, they're trying to work that out. So it's not, it's never really about you. That's what I would say. Try to look beyond that perspective. That's really how I think I would look at it. And I think, you know, just before you made that point, I was actually going to just chip in that um, sometimes when you're single, you have to find a way to pour into other things, other people you know, and just like your overall like self and like surrounding. And I recall this video like I watched and this lady has a kid now and she's in her early 30s. And she actually made the video just to talk about how she finally acknowledged how insensitive she was because her friend had a kid in their early 20s and she kept calling her like to hang out, to party, to have fun you know? And at some point her friend told her, you know, like, you've not been a good friend to me. And she was so confused. She's like, I call you all the time. I still call to hang out with you. You know, I still call to do these things with you. And now that she's a mother, she was like, wow, how stupid. Like, she was like, I was so stupid because I should have been asking, can I come to your house and clean? Can I bring you some food? Can I? And this is not to say that you know, you're single and you don't have, like Nana said, you don't have anything doing and your whole life's just supposed to be about pouring into others. But I think that in order to maintain like a friendship with someone that, and especially if you're in a certain age bracket where maybe you're you're a group of five friends and all the four friends are married, how do you continually pour into those friendships, right? Without expecting something back just for a season. Right. And I mean, that's not disputing like friendships that you can just see have run their course. Right. Some friendships just die at a certain point and you have to just bury them. But then there's friendships that you realize, you know what, how can I pour into this friendship? Because I want to keep it. I value this friendship, you know, and like not to brag on myself, but I have a niece who I love and adore. And what that means is that my sister can't always come and chit chat with me in my home, even though like <laughs> we live in different spaces, but really close to each other. Like she can't always come and chit chat. How do I invest in the friendship that we have as sisters? Because I want to be affectionate to her. I want to be close with her. I can come pick up one or two things, you know, um, that she can get done, do those things without expecting anything back. And that may mean that for a whole week, she hasn't come to my space, right? But I've been to her, it's like more than enough. And sometimes being friends with someone who's married may mean that you may have to compromise certain things more. Just grab them a cup of coffee, take them out for dinner. Like say, can I babysit for you, you know? Or can I just come home, watch your kid? Can I just be around you guys? Is there something I can do, you know? And so I think that just being a single person, like if you're listening to this right now and it's like, you feel abandoned by your friends, I think that's something that you can do. You can pour yourself into you, pour yourself into things around you, but also invest in your friendship, right? Because the fact that they're married doesn't mean that they don't want to be your friend anymore, right? But yeah, that's, that's just my thoughts. Yeah, I think Nana and Mami. <laughs> I think I would say like, oh yes, we are we let's round off, you know, they've they've said all the points <laughs> that there is there is to say. Um I I just would tell a single person that um, the truth, and I want to reiterate a point I made earlier, and that was like, you know, creating your own healthy boundaries, and that even ties into what Nana shared about pouring into yourself and building yourself, like recognizing that regardless of your status, whether you're single or married as an individual, as you pour into yourself, as you build upon yourself, I think your perspective and your awareness to life switches really drastically and it's just like i and i would say that it's like you get to a place where you learn to be gracious and not always assume i think sometimes what troubles our friendships or different situations is that that it's like we run to the page of assumption or oh, because x is or yz is married ABC or because this person is single ABC, I think from both ends, it's safe to say that it's best not to assume unless like someone comes out to tell you, hey, I do feel like you've da da, da, da or done this or that. I don't think it's good to assume that the person is doing something without having a good conversation. I think assumptions can run our minds wild to so many places. And um, I think that it is healthy that like, even as a single person, as you invest or point your sh- your friendships as mommy shared, like, I think there comes a point where there's like a merging of both worlds, where you're bouncing off ideas for each, um, from each other. You're learning from your married friend. Okay, this is how she does something. I think I said that point earlier and you're telling your single friend hey when I got married I experienced this you don't really um you don't project your experiences on on someone you just share for the purposes of engagement and enjoying the friendship and learn from each other I think that this world whether you're single or married, we have a lot to give and learn from each other. And that's because even as a single person, your perspective or how you look at things like Nana shared, I'm not waiting by my phone. If someone doesn't respond in a day or two and I'm just like, oh, then I assume that they don't want to talk to me or no, people may have a lot going on in their lives that they may not even be in a position to express or be able to fully express. So let's be gracious I think as single people even as married people be gracious and avoid assumptions because we all know we've heard the same before assumptions can make you know so yeah yeah and i think i think that's a really valid thing you know just making sure that you're as much as you're trying to invest in yourself and your friendships like not just assuming things some people will call that confrontational you know but if you feel abandoned by a friend, like have a conversation, try to find out, you know, what's going on. Um, of course in a healthy way, you know, that would allow you guys to have a and you might find out things that you'd be surprised, you know, that they miss you, you know, and they miss spending time with you. They miss talking to you. Um, but if you had just, you know, t- done that, like spoken to them, that might have made a difference, you know, but for us as married people, like, are there friends or relationships that you have let go of, you know, and, and this might be with a male, or female, it might be with a single person, it might be with um, a married person, and why, like, and I think specifically, specifically, I just wanted us to address, like, like, conversations and, like, life issues that maybe you can't approach with these people, right, like, Are there situations that you found yourself in that made you feel like, I don't think that for the next level in my marriage, like where I'm going to, I can keep this friendship, you know, and have there been, because we can't just assume that these single people are saying they're feeling abandoned. It's all in their minds, you know, no, there's some situations where it's real. And you just decided (laughs) I have to let this person go right? And what would be the reason for that? Like, and, or do you know someone that's let go of a friendship after they got married and why, you know, and you know what, I'll go first. I'll just, I'll go right into it (laughs) because I'm going to give you guys some time, you know, to think about it. But yeah, I think, I think that, um, there are relationships that the day after I was married, I knew were over. You know, and people say things like, get married, you'll know your true friends. And it didn't, I guess the Lord loves me so much, you know. (laughs) He's just like affliction on one side, affliction on the other side. And he's like, you got to let these people go. And I'm like, yes, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I think that, you know, um, sometimes... It's not necessarily that these people did anything to you, but God uses situations to reveal their hearts. And as their hearts are revealed, you realize, no, if this is the kind of person you truly are, then I don't want to move forward in the next 10. Like, and the friends we have now, these are the aunties, uncles, that our kids will be around, right? And you don't want them around toxic people. So I just realized, no, like God has revealed the hearts of these people to me and this ain't it. This is not it. And yeah, literally one week is a lot, like less than a week. i cut them off, blog, delete, gone, you know, and I was done. But there are also people that have followed me into my journey of marriage. Right. And Mm -hmm. I have, you know, been on this journey, gone with them. We talk, we And I think there's one specific person uh, somewhere around last year, I had a conversation with this person and I said, you know something, we need boundaries. And I feel like you don't have any boundaries in having, like, I'm your friend. You can have any conversation you want to have with me, but there are certain topics that are off limits. Right. And in us having that discussion It was, and because we've been friends for so long, like there's very honest, open communication between us. And I realized that what this person was telling me is that I love you as like for who you are, right? But I cannot guarantee you that I can follow this boundary. And that's it. We entered 2023 and I don't know this person's last address. I don't know where they are. I don't know what they're doing right? And those are faces of life, you know? And so I feel like sometimes early on in your marriage, God will reveal certain things to you. You don't need these people in here for this period. And there are also people that, I mean, married five years this year, maybe you've been friends with the person for 10 years. So it even feels like I even knew this person before my husband came into the picture. So like friends are friends, you know, let's keep them. But as you grow and mature, there's some places you can take certain people to, right? It's like going into a coffee shop that says no pets allowed. Like you love this pet, but you can't take this pet everywhere, you know? And so I think that that's, I think the first stage is like just revelation and like letting people go because certain things have been revealed to you about them or you just realize that where their minds are at, That's not where your mind is at, right? And then there's people you actually grow with, and then it's like, nah, (laughs) I can't take you into 2023. New year, new me, you know? (laughs) So (laughs) there's that too. But yeah, you guys, let me know. Have you had any, like, similar experiences? Like, have you let go of any single... Do you know someone that's, like, just dumped a friend, you know? Yeah, I feel like... It's 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 interesting, guys. I would just say it's really interesting. It's a very um, diverse topic. It's also a very sensitive yeah. topic, you know, and um, there are people who have been let go of, not even because of um, just the fact that we're moving in different directions, but some because of, I mean, the directions factor is usually the key thing. I mean, you've had friends from like the three of us here, went to senior high school together. And so we've had friends from like senior high school and we live outside of Ghana now. And that alone presents challenge number one, because then you're no more like physically in the same space as the people that you knew way back. And so your natural attention draws more to the people who are in your surroundings. So it's like, we're in the Americas. So we're gonna do like, hang with those of us who are in the Americas, you know, when we go back home, Ghana, which will always be home, we, we, we hang out with the people that we've known for years, you know, and have a good time. So that's one way that naturally presents itself just by um, distance, location, you know? So you don't even actively say, I'm cutting you off, or I'm gonna stop um, really interacting with you, but that space creates a natural distance. Then there's people who with time, even though you're all married, you're all even this is like just you you could all just be married like so in that situation it would be more like oh yeah i mean we're all married we're going to be talking about our husbands and our families and our lives but you just realize that even though my friend is married she and her husband don't have the same principles or values that my husband and i share and so that's not the kind of energy i'm trying to bring into my family or my overall values because like mommy had previously said these are people who are going to like your your kids are going to be their kids friends Like, those are the contacts that, like, so even though you were friends way back, you're realizing that where your ideals are now, where your Christian values are now, that friend you had isn't there and doesn't really share those values. Like, she and her husband may have, like, completely different set of values. And that's why we click, the three of us, because we have very similar, like, principles and values, right? And we are all, like, with our husbands as well, moving in that direction. So that naturally brings us closer. Then there's people who just like step on your foot in a way that is, is just not repairable. Like, I mean, you can you can, you can can have a cut toe and they can freeze it and stitch it back, but maybe your toe may not move again, <laughs> right? Guys, <laughs> sorry to be so extreme. But I'm just trying to give you all the picture because there's some- Deep, deep. That, yeah, like you, you, even though it's repaired, even though like you're forgiven yeah. and you've moved on, you're never going to be the same again. You know, there's some damage that, I mean, I have, I have damage from some friendships that I'm still working on like a year on and I'm healing from that. So those are not people that you naturally want to bring into your continuation of life, you know? So you're not trying to leave them behind. You're healed. You're moved on blessings, peace to the right hand, to all of y'all. But it's like, nah, guys, I'm going to just keep it moving. So there's that as well, you know? So I think those are usually the perspectives, like from where it's like we're moving on from these friendships because of these things, um, and not that we're actively coming out to cut people. If I said actively cutting, and this was specifically with female relationships, with male relationships, if I would be cutting them off, it would be solely because I know clearly and well that this person has intentions for me that can never be fulfilled. You know you're in love with me still. You like me still. I'm married. This dream is dead. It's never going to live. And you know very well that this person is still holding on to that dream. There is no need for us to continue this friendship because the dream that you have, I'm never going to execute it with you. And someone like that will constantly be dragging you down in your marriage because as you're looking to progress, this person is like, oh, and do you remember the time? And do you remember the good times? And you're no, I don't want to remember them. I want to move forward towards the direction of heaven that's what I want to do and so that is what I think would be for me the ideal like four scenarios where I would people would be cut off you yeah. know intentionally or unintentionally and those have been kind of like my scenarios and scenarios where I think those things would really happen you know yeah, yeah. why <laughs> I I I love I love that Nana you created you gave very different scenarios because like life definitely is diverse and there are definitely multiple um context that this can be taken to. So like, it's good because people can pick and apply kind of what works for them in their current situation in life. But, and I just want to round because you both have all said it all really, like just to round it off is that I want to speak to being comfortable with the evolution because you know bible says when i was a child thought as a child and you know when you're an adult your thinking and the ways of doing things changes be comfortable with evolving and growing. that you have to separate yourself from certain situations certain friendships and certain scenarios that it's okay um like evolution and growth is a great thing and once you start to create healthy boundaries and start to create priorities and start to understand who you are going into, just be comfortable with it. Because it appears that a lot of times, like in trying to draw those lines or, you know, create boundaries or whatever the situation may seem like, it's like, there's this desire to like fall back into the, oh, well, let me just, you know, compromise. And a lot of times sometimes like at the end of the day, you realize that the compromise does more harm than good because you end up trying to salvage something or trying to hold on to something that you should let go of. I think our Christian faith also teaches us to be very mindful and aware of our surroundings and what we do in the the, the surroundings and who we associate ourselves with. Definitely to always be a beacon of hope and love to people in Christ's love. So you put your, your, your friendships also, like on my scenario, should be preaching Christ's love but also should have a wisdom into what I feed myself into. And if I assess this kind of friendship is not giving me or feeding me with what will continue to grow me and, or continue to, buttress my, you know, journey of revolution. Then it's about time that I severed myself from that, and let's be comfortable with it. And because life is all about evolving, I may not have the same friends I have today ten years from now. But in in that scenario, like it should be, I should be okay with it because like I'm growing. I'm going to be probably some somewhere or someone different ten years from now, and and that is okay. And I think that truly, as Christian wives, as Christian women, I think that as we continue to grow, the Holy Spirit sheds light on the things that we have around us down to the detail of our conversations. So even through conversations, texting, you know, laughing, talking, there are certain things that God reveals to us by virtue of his spirit in us. And it's like, what am I also doing with what I have been revealed to? It's one thing for God to show something to you. And it's another thing to actively work on it. And I think that. Part of that, living my Christian life, is also actively working on what God shows me. Tomorrow, my friendship circle may change. Right now, I've been gifted and blessed that, like, because I left Ghana when I was um, in for after high school for, for college, there was also the navigating of my friendship over the long distance. So I had the opportunity and the gift of time. To be able to manage that over certain years, that when I got into getting married, it was a little less um, cumbersome to navigate. That's not to say that um, right now I don't have to um, still, you know, create those boundaries and things like that. No, but I would say that I was I had the opportunity to work on some of those things even before entering marriage. But marriage helps to buttress (laughs) those things because you have even more reason to be very careful about what you surround yourself with. One thing, mommy, you said that I really love, I say to my husband and baby all the time, it's like, this person is going to be uncle this or auntie this, or, you know, so if I want my child to be around auntie this or uncle this, then I have to make sure that my relationship with uncle this or auntie this is worthwhile, that they're also pouring into my child. Nana, I would say that can confidently say, hey, um, aphasia, you're going to auntie Sonia's or auntie Mamas for the weekend by virtue of the communication and friendship we have between and sisterhood we have between us. But if I look at other sides of, or other spectrums and I realize that that's not the same thing that's gonna pour into not only myself and my child, then I have to be comfortable. That's one lesson I learned, life lesson I learned for myself. And I must say it's beautiful. In regards to the opposite sex, <laughs> um, for me, it just comes down to like <laughs> really If there are feelings and emotions and stuff involved, like, no, that's not gonna find its way into my marriage. Like there's ways that as a married person, you have to be aware of eliminating all third parties, no matter what it looks like, um, because your marriage is like a safe breeding ground for you and your spouse. And if we're not careful, like entertaining certain friendships helps to seep in certain third parties. So let's like for me, it's just I was just like, okay, maybe this relationship doesn't look like it's just purely platonic or, you know, purely agape or Christian love. There's a little bit of me, um, those who are listening who don't understand, Tree, that's like I love you in there. <laughs> um, there's a little mix of that. So it's it's best to seep that out completely. And one thing I've come to learn that when Christ gives you revelation, following it, you would always, he would back you up. And so if you really are confident and believe that this is something that you need to sever yourself from, from, believe that Christ's gift of mercy and grace will back you up, that people would eventually come to realize the reasons for your actions and be gracious towards it. I think that we tend to guilt ourselves with the responsibility of following that which we have been revealed to and it is not our place to carry that guilt christ will take the burden of all of that if if you believe that this is truly what the holy spirit is revealing to you and you follow in that he will back you up in their, in your obedience that's how gracious and merciful our god is so let's be comfortable and let's keep growing amen <laughs> amen to that beautiful I think that Sonia has wrapped us up real quick, real nice. And she said so many profound things, you know, and just, I think that the, the most important thing that I heard from what Sonia said was just evolution, right? And as you evolve, as you grow, you must realize that you won't carry everyone and everything with you as you evolve. You know, even when animals evolve, they may lose some body parts. They may, it may change the physical features, you know. And so as people, we evolve from maybe being single to dating, to being married, being married to mothers. And those things change us. And that's okay, you know. And so I think that the key thing really is um, sometimes it's not really about I'm single and I was abandoned or I'm married and my friends left me. But being in a place where you realize I'm growing, they're growing, we're evolving and God being our help, we will get to the final point that God wants us to be at. And if we let go of certain friendships, you know, that hinder our marriage, we don't need to carry the burden of like, am I doing the right thing? We just need to leave it onto God because you're looking at, as a married person, how can I grow and let my marriage flourish? Like those are your priorities, right? And as you do that, you will flourish in your marriage as a single person. You focus on watering yourself, building up yourself, seeing how you can grow the things around you. You will flourish. And so in the end, I can't really say you should leave your single friends. I can't say abandon your married friends. But I think our conclusion as a group is evolve, evolve, grow, flourish, water yourself and god will honor everything that you're doing so far it's been marinate mondays <clears throat> hope you guys have enjoyed it and stick with us we'll be back like with you next week on the Bye. Yeah. This. Yeah. this year about to be infamous i only hear what the bible says we got the answers like i was saying oh yeah yeah we've been on the ground we've been diligent thought we were done a thing again Fugazi not a legitimate ooh.